You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. And damn happy to have another damn Indian in studio. Wichita Tribal Executive Committee member, Matt Robertson. How are you, Matt? We're We're doing great. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Thanks so much for coming by and uh, letting us harass you a little bit today. So first things first, we want to talk about, um, since we have since we have an elected official in here and all, we want to talk about some safety. Uh, like, okay, so where are you on masks, sir? Are you are you like full no mask or are you mask in public like or N95 PPE <laughs> or do you just uh, have a decorative one with like some sacred wolves or maybe got, got, got your Wichita seal on the front <laughs> or... I, I haven't gone uh, that, that far yet now I was lucky enough to receive uh, a uh, goodie basket from my uh, mother-in-law Lisa Trammell Tice who sent me a nice uh, fabric mask that says boo Written in uh, skeleton letters, so um, that's pretty much been my go-to. I have a couple paper masks too. You have to go boo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, I don't believe you. Otherwise, I don't believe you. So, um, the other day we talked about the um, the black gentleman that was in the New York park who was bird watching and taking pictures of birds, and uh, the lady, the white lady, got mad because he told her to put her dog on a leash, and she had a leash, mind you. Okay, I've seen the video now. I didn't see the video the other day when we talked about this. She's actually so, seen the video. So I now. have seen the video now, and you know how outraged I am. So. One thing is for sure. So he was there and there's rules in this park because it is a wildlife area that you keep your dog on a leash. I think right. just for the good of society in New York City, I would think you would want to leash your dog anyway. Like you want to leash your dog in Anadarko, like especially not in New York City and especially not in a wildlife refuge. But so she got all mad and called the police and now she's been fired and now she's getting all kinds of death threats. And the guy that the the um, Mr. Cooper, the guy that she had the the incident with he's like telling people well don't you know stop threatening her life and all this kind of stuff but really i saw how she treated that dog and i will bet you money that the people who are threatening her are not threatening her over that man they're threatening her over the way that she was jerking that dog around by the collar yeah man that that's, poor little abused that's dog. america like for real like people were more outraged over mike vick than they were over like OJ or something. Over you know R. Kelly. I mean? like, yeah. Like the like have you seen the show You Don't Fuck With Cats? No, I refuse. See, you gotta you gotta watch this show. It's like on Netflix and you know somebody had abused this cat on the internet and basically all these people like were so outraged that they went full on like vigilante internet justice and like caught this dude he ended up being an actual like a murderer but the reason why he got caught was because he was killing cats that's why you know in america animals are on the internet okay so let's so let's talk about this i mean you're you're right there in minnesota let's talk let's talk about george lloyd for a second what's the what What's the atmosphere like there in Minnesota with with this incident, with this George Lloyd incident, and with these these officers that are being fired, but not necessarily brought on charges? What's that like to be there in that environment? Well, I, I've got to tell you, we were we um, 
came down from Minnesota yesterday and uh, I had a doctor's appointment in uh, Minneapolis and you could literally just feel the tension um, throughout the city. Um, we had uh, lunch in the area called Dinky Towns by the University of Minnesota and um, all the college uh, fraternities and sororities had signs up in, su in support and condemnation of the uh, uh, Minneapolis Police Department. Um, it, it, it was really, um, like I said, it's just a different atmosphere. You could just tell there was something primed in, in, uh, in the air. And then when you see the video last night of, uh, of the, the buildings burning, I think it was a condo, an auto zone, a Burger King, and an Arby's or something they, they set on fire. It was a Target. The looting. Yeah. The looting. Well, I you mean... know, I saw a post uh, I saw a post earlier that was a, a screenshot of uh, one of Target's initiatives working with the Minneapolis Police Department and how that was actually one of the reasons why Target was targeted. And so, I mean, we're we're seeing this thing pop off like, like we're not only seeing rioting in Minnesota, but we're seeing rioting in L.A. and we're seeing rioting in different places in in support of them. And at the same time, you're seeing people hitting them where it really hurts. You're seeing the University of Minnesota saying we're not using these police anymore. You're seeing these, you know, the Minnesota Lynx already had. A protest over the the Minnesota the Minneapolis Police Department, didn't they? Yeah, I mean we're, we're talking about um, the Black Lives Matter movement has had to take action on several uh, occasions, uh, and in fact, I think it was just last year they they had to block the the freeway. Um, it, there's a, there's a history of of this type of treatment among blacks and uh, black and brown people in, in the Twin Cities, and, and I I believe I read that this uh, police officer. Uh, has a history of it. He shot two other minorities um, without shot an Indian, shot an yeah. Indian man, and and you know um, was involved in a few other killings that were yeah, like they like involved in like a high speed chase or something, and like hmm. I mean he has like there's a long list of misdeeds and nefarious actions taken by this man, and and let's be honest, this is he is a career law enforcement officer with with Minneapolis PD number one somebody knew that he was doing these things and number two there's probably a group like we were like we were talking about like there were four guys arrested there were four guys there when he murdered when he murdered Mr. Lloyd yeah okay so they're probably usually on the same patrol and none of them really thought that that was wrong. Otherwise, somebody would have said, hey, man, nobody even batted an eye when they were being filmed. Right. <laughs> it was like, and, and and you could hear the people feeling like, hey, man, he's not breathing. Did he just kill him? And it didn't phase those officers in the least, which tells me it, it happens right. a lot, more than we realize, more than it's even... Um, videoed or come to light. Think about all of those incidents that aren't videoed. Yeah. Well, you know, um, Minnesota is known as the most patriotic state and all that, but I'm going to tell you maybe in a way that's because they are, it's the most racist state that I've ever been in. Um, whether, whether it's uh, against black people, uh, American Indians, it doesn't matter. Uh, I've heard the N word more times in the five years that I've lived in Minnesota than my entire life in Oklahoma. 
Uh, and and it's, it's always the uh, white conservative crowd that's uh, throwing that around. Um, the same ones that are saying, uh, save a deer, kill an Indian, save a, a walleye, kill an Indian. Uh, it, it's unreal to racism up there. That's like, like, look at me and Thomas. Like, we're just, we're like ready to go out there and fight now. Well, <laughs> and you hear a lot of these stories and people do, they, they don't realize the racism that Indians go through on an urban level. You know, people think that Indians only live on the race, but you know, Indians live amongst you. You may not even realize that, right. that they're Indian. You think, you think that that's a Mexican family or, you know, whatever, um, and and it is it's you see it a lot you it really comes out around basketball tournament time like Ooh, state tournament time you see it a lot in montana and minnesota and you know these places like that where you have border towns and well i, I would encourage anyone to google the wall in minnesota um it, it's an area in the little earth district um where uh, a lot of the uh almost native americans gather and uh, you know, and these guys are out there in the winter, you know, you're talking 20, 30 below zero and, and we've got a tent community of native Americans and, um, and some of these have, you know, have been there generationally, uh, through the, uh, re the, uh, urban relocation plan. So, um, and, and then others have, have fallen on hard luck or been shipped there by other cities and things like that. So it's, it's a tough situation. It really is. And um, so, yeah, please sure, uh, make sure to stay tuned. Matt's going to hang out with us for a little bit. We got some big news in the noon hour. So make sure that you stay tuned right here at Talk Jive Radio. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we are them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.